What is up, everybody? It's Altered States Podcast, episode 86. 86, baby! 314 day. Yeah. I am what Brandon. What time? That is John. We took a week off. Yeah, man. It's it's It feels weird that, like, you know, last week we finally got to see the finale of WandaVision, and then you and I just decided to take a week off. I'm not going to talk about it. You know, why yeah, not? That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, our, our good buddy, uh, Justin, is having... His wife's having their first baby. Good friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. Good friend of the show. Um, so we had to do a little diaper party. That's right. On Sunday, you know, is, keeping it important. Is that what that was? I don't know, man. That it was, was that was a hoot. That was that was a hoot and a half, as as folks would say. I, right. I love being around people that I don't normally get to be around. Right. People that like I've loved for my whole life. Yep. But like, yep. Don't get that many chances to hang out. Well, it was the first uh, event with more than like. Three people in a long, long time. Right? So, yeah. It's... Speaking of events with more than three people, my big exciting news of the day. Tomorrow morning, I get the COVID vaccine. Big news. I'm so pumped. Big man. news. I can't wait. That's right. For that sweet inoculation. Where are you going first? Um, God. I could, I, it's funny you mention. Um, so in June, I'm, I'm flying out to Atlanta to visit a good buddy of mine. Because mm-hmm. um, he, he, he moved there like two years ago. And so we're going like the last weekend of June, and it is when the birds are in Atlanta. And my buddy Carl, who we're going to visit, found tickets to one of the games for 30 bucks a piece. Oh, wow. So like the end of June, I'm going to a baseball game. That's fantastic. And I was, I was talking about it last night with Gibson. I was like, dude, I cannot wait for the first sip of that $15 beer. Right. Mm, that's that going to be good, though. Right. Oh, my God. Good. Like that first sip of a beer at a ballpark in two fucking years is just going to... Oh, the thought that's of it. Stuff. Yeah. Th- that's all I'm thinking about when I get that shot tomorrow. Yep. Like, yes. Yeah, I mean, nothing will taste better than that first beer and dog. For sure. Can you imagine? For I sure. mean, seriously. It, it's good. I can tell you right now that first that first trip to the concession stand is going to cost me more than sure. the ticket of sure. more than admission. I, I, it's going to be more than a thirty dollar yeah. trip. Yeah. But I'm getting yep. I'm getting a beer. Getting I'm getting nachos. Yeah. I'm getting a hot dog. Yeah. Yep. I'm probably gonna get some fucking cotton candy. Mm. Oh. Like in baseball, I, you know, I'm, I just, I just want to hear the sound. This isn't really, this is somewhat pop culture related, but is there any other sport where snacks go so well? No. Like if you go to, you know, I, I enjoy football. I go to a football game. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a beer. Yeah. But maybe nacho. Nothing else strikes me. Like I know it's the same shit for the most part. Doesn't feel the right. same. At a hockey game, I'm pretty much like, I'm drinking. I'm drinking. I'm having some right. beers. Right. Maybe nachos. That's like, about it. That's about it. But even there, like, I'll get food usually at, like, Scott Trade Center, Enterprise Center. Um, is it just being outside that makes like, it different? I think I, there is You're, there's a, a lounging experience. different feel yeah. to but going to a baseball time. game. It's right. time, so it's picnic. Well, the difference is when you go to a baseball game, first of all, you're outside in beautiful weather, which makes everything better. Mm-hmm. But also the speed of baseball yeah. allows you to be more leisurely. True. Like, I don't, I don't feel like I miss anything. If I get up and mosey for 20 minutes. Right, right. Like, more often than not, I'm not missing anything super crucial. Right? Like, I've, you get up and mosey for 20 minutes in the middle of the Blues game. Like, you're fucked, you man. What, what's, the, what's the point right. of even going to the game then? That's right. But That's it, right. At Bush Stadium, it is a non-issue to just mosey and enjoy some snacks. That's right. And some beers and some sun. And I am doing that shit in Atlanta. That's going to be fantastic. That's fantastic. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yeah, man. So should we just go in with with WandaVision right away? Mm. You just want to get right into it? 
My goodness. Where, where do you want to start with the end? Oh, like with the first, I mean, the we, first sentiment, that show was so much more touching than it had any right to be. Than I really thought it was going to be, too. Like, yeah. that show broke my heart. Well, it's amazing because you pretty much know going into it, <clears throat> excuse me, that Vision's dying again. For sure. Um, does it make it, I don't want to say less impactful, but maybe easier to handle knowing you, know, you still have white Vision out there and the fact that Vision kind of gave now. him the memories. He's not going to fully be himself, but you might get a piece of that back. I, I think even knowing that he's going to eventually come back doesn't impact at all just how wonderful that moment was. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, I, like I am, I am totally a crier. Right? We've 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 talked about that. Everyone that knows me knows that, and everyone that's listening to the show probably knows as well. However, the only time I have ever cried during a Marvel event is the end of Endgame. Sure, is when fucking goddamn Favreau is sitting there with the little kid. You want to get you want a cheeseburger? Yeah. Oh, your dad loved cheese. Like Favreau's delivery there still guts me. Yeah, that shit still rips my heart out and makes yeah. me cry. Yeah. But that's the only time. I, I love these Marvel movies. None of them have ever made me cry. That end scene of WandaVision, like that moment when he, when he, like when they say goodnight to the boys, first of all, like that, oh, thanks for choosing me to be your mother. Right. Oh, right. I just fucking felt that so hard. Yep. And then when Vision turns the light back on, like, I just wanted to see it one last time. The, oh, and the, uh, We've said goodbye before, so it right. stands to reason that we'll say hello again. Yep. Oh my God! Um, like just right. fucking beautiful writing. And, and I feel I feel bad because I I watched it a couple times, but it's still been probably a week since I've done that. Uh huh. Um. So I don't I don't want to butcher what he said, but that whole you know uh, that line about what uh, is grief if oh, not love persevering, bro. bro that's rough. Uh. Right? That's some rough shit right there. That's some, but, but that's some Shakespearean gorgeous. type right. shit. You it's know what I mean? Beautiful, man. Yeah, it is. That was the episode before, even. Like, yeah. That's and that right. one that's got right. me missed. Yes. Like, that show just really, yep. really hit those human elements. Yeah. I mean, I as a fan, I'm happy that it will probably see Vision in some form again. But it does not, I agree with you, doesn't take away from wanda's loss in that moment because she's still losing vision again right she's not getting anything back right. whatsoever i don't even know if at that point she knows white vision took off or i don't you know what i mean i think she just doesn't right vision just showed back up you know what i mean or I don't, white i keep calling him white vision i don't know if there's a name for him but white vision okay um so yeah um like, and just... the, I, I love that you know obviously we're going to see agatha again oh yes um, i mean almost assuredly in doctor strange because, mm -hmm. you know, with the whole, you don't know what you've unleashed. So I feel like she's going to need her help you're, to kind of figure well, out. Well, even Agatha says, you're going to need me. Right. And she's right. well, I know right where to find you. Right. Like, I, that, that was the perfect setup right. of like, Which still oh, leaves okay. it very weird. Like, so is everybody else in the town now okay? But yeah, they're still just, so. but Agatha is, they know, do they know who she is? Or do they, you know, they don't give a fuck. Like, let her do her thing. Yeah. She's just the crazy neighbor lady. And we got to deal with her shit. She's just weird broad. Even though they she's know she's a She's just fucking Gladys witch. Kravitz, man. Right. <clears throat> so, um, but then again, are any of those, <clears throat> excuse me, townspeople 
affected by going in and out of that um, mm, Wanda the hex. You know, hex like that's how uh, Photon or whatever yeah. it was got her uh, gets her powers basically. You know, I'm sure they'll explain it somehow, but everybody yeah. went through that at least once when right. it was diminished or expanded. So I'm just asking questions. That's interesting. I'm asking basically, could the mom from that 70s show be a mutant? <laughs> yeah, that's my question. That's that what is I want how to she happen. created mutants. That's what I, yep, that's how mutants were created. They, the all, they all come from they Westview. They all come from Westview and they just dispersed after that. Yeah, yeah. Westview, New Jersey, home of the mutants. <laughs> That's, I hope that's a high school. Right. I really do. <laughs> the, West, the Westview, Westview New Jersey Mutants. That's perfect. Perfect. We did, that's a t-shirt right there. Yeah. That's a great t-shirt. Um, he's writing it down, kids. Trademark pending. <laughs> Patent pending. Don't take that shit from us. Um, what else did I have? What else did I have? Um, I, I did think... I also really appreciated like the end kind of battle sequence felt very Marvel to me. Like in a show that I think really lacked the spectacle of Marvel. And I was totally okay with that. Like I like I didn't need the big blow up. The big scenes. spectacle. Sure. Yeah, I did like I that I was totally cool without it being there. But like that is a hallmark of every Marvel sure. adventure. Yeah. Um so for them to come back in the end with that like that witch battle and mm. the vision battle, like those felt very cinematic to me. Yes. Yeah. And I was that was one thing I was kind of I don't worried's the wrong word. But one thing I was kind of bracing myself for was like, all right, I know it's Marvel, but it's still a Disney Plus budget. Right. Like, right. Is it going to be a TV show yeah, type effect? Is it going to not yeah. look as good as it should? That's a legit question, yeah. And so I was kind of bracing myself for it, yeah. and I was totally How's that pleased. hot vision-on-vision vision action going to look? Right, you know? yeah. right. Or how, like, that witch battle. Like, both just shooting at each other. Well, I mean, if you, like, thinking back... In the pantheon of Marvel shit, we have seen very little, like, dogfight style action sequences. You know, like, we haven't seen a lot of action sequences where both, like, villain and hero are in the air. Right. You know, like, there was a little bit of that in Civil War. Like, mostly with the Iron Man shit, like, he's in the air from time to time. But he's not, like, really fighting right yeah there's the like air. one scene with war uh war machine yeah you know I mean? Where they and it'll be get... like a piece of a fight scene. right but right. this is the first like full fled uh, the first that i can think of at right. least right full-fledged aerial battle unless well guardians of the galaxy type stuff of course they have you know spaceship sure. type stuff and right all that but like stuff, human but yeah. human versus human right flying, flying aerial dog fight right like that's a that could creep into the area of cheesy very sure. quickly. Right. You know, right. like if you really don't push all the right buttons, that goes from very cool to really fucking cheap. Yep. Agreed. And it didn't. Like the right. fact that they walked that tightrope, I mean, they've proven to me they can do anything. So it's right. not, but it's still, every time they do something new, I think this is the time they're going to, this is where that toe yep. is going to slip over the line. Yep. And it just didn't. Yep. Like it felt yep. right. The next, you know, Falcon Winter Soldier is really going to tell us if they're still putting the same budget and force behind the TV shows. Because mm-hmm. I think it's going to have a lot more of the action, blow up scenes, fight scenes, mm-hmm. extended type scenes like that than WandaVision is, would, would have had. Right. And that's going to be more of, okay, can they do it? Can they do the big budget, blow them up, huge screen thing through Disney Plus? 
Yeah. And make it look the quality still. Exactly. I'm trying to make it look quality, but make it look the same. Yeah. You know it's I mean? going to be, so. it's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. But I also think like, I think they've set up, I feel like I read uh, Feige at one point interviewing, like they already have kind of a blueprint for what a second season of Falcon and Winter Soldier could be. Mm-hmm. And they already have kind of a blueprint for what a second season of Loki could be. Mm-hmm. But they're kind of like, I think WandaVision's just going to be a one-off. Like, we yeah. don't really have a direction there. Yeah. So I think if they're going into this with the anticipation of Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki continuing, then I almost feel like they'll spend more money on those two sure. to be like, we need to set this up because this is going to have another act. This right. is going to have essentially a sequel. Sure. Whereas like WandaVision... What well, was just the intentional prequel to what's going to happen sure. cinematically. And Whereas this, I think Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to play less with the cinematic stuff and more kind of be like, you know, for lack of a better term, a, a Captain America movie. Absolutely. Well, they're telling such different stories, obviously. I mean, um, the WandaVision stuff, you know, you, you needed a sound screen for half of it for the most part because they're, yeah. they're doing old type TV shows, mm-hmm. single camera. You really don't need... In front of a live studio audience, exactly. no less. Exactly. So... Like, they brought in a live studio audience for that. That yep. is not a laugh That's track. I know. That's, That's so fucking cool. That's great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's all around, you know, I know uh, even one of our longtime friends of the show, Mark, was very upset or did not like WandaVision early on. Yeah, underwhelmed. Um, and, and I kind of get that, but I, I mean, I'm still the guy... We live in a world where this is a thing. It's right. I love it. So I'm gonna. Lo- I love everything that comes out. Right. Am I gonna say it's all great? No, of course not. But this felt very. You know, were there ups and downs? Sure, but that's how a story gets told. Right. And you don't appreciate the highs without the dips. Well, so you has to have the ebb and flow in order to make it a story. Right. You know well, what I mean. And also, I think like the so the first three episodes that had. I mean, the first three are the ones that are the slower. Sure. Of the th- of the three. And, like, at the time, I didn't know if I felt quite grabbed or not. But like you, I was like, I trust Marvel, and I just can't believe that there's a fucking right. Vision and Scarlet Witch TV, TV show. show. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, But then, like, when I, I went back and rewatched the series, like, the first three episodes are really goddamn wonderful. Yes. I think the problem was, like, the first time watching them... I'm watching them with the expectation not only of like, oh, this is the new Marvel thing, but also this is the first new Marvel thing in a fucking year and a half. Right. So I am watching with a really unfair lens. Yeah. You know, it's unfair to the creators that I that the the weight of that expectation. Um and realistically, like Far From Home was awesome. But, like, this is really the first jumping off point since Endgame. Like, there was a lot of, there was a lot of weight for a lot of reasons. Sure. So those first three episodes just being kind of slow. Right. Well. Were hard. But, like, watching it now. Yeah. Especially with the hindsight of the end episodes. Right. Those first three episodes are really fucking People coming back from the snap and stuff. I mean, that's stuff where you're like, you know, that was a question we had, you know, after Endgame and stuff like that, you're like, oh, what was that like? They, they never addressed it. Yeah. They started addressing it. You're like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, I mean, they didn't really, they didn't go deep into it, but. But it was badass. Yes. I mean, that's, 
I'm like, yeah, do people just pop up out of nowhere? Yeah, they fucking popped up out of nowhere. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So um, it's pretty wild. I, I, I loved it. It's hard yeah. to finish. I mean, I, I, you know, it was a great journey. I love the Twilight Zoniness. Twilight yeah, Zoniness. Those yeah. first couple episodes. Of the, yeah. For sure. Where you didn't know what it was, but, you know, you know, give us a chance. You've been with us for 10 years. We're not going to lead right. you down there. All right, let's go watch. You know, so I was in. I'm not going to steer away. I mean, I've been watching wrestling for 30 years. <laughs> stop watching WandaVision for three weeks. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, so, and then, it, and then it became Marvel. Right. With a twist. I mean, it was, you know, the characters in Marvel and the the shield and the sword and, the, you know, that, that kind of stuff you love. But then it would be, you know, Darcy driving an ice cream truck. Mm-hmm. It's fucking funny shit. You know what I mean? So right. I dug it. And yeah, it I just, it. it just worked. And like I said, like, uh. In the second to last episode, when it when it ended and Agatha just says, This is chaos magic, Wanda. You're the Scarlet Witch. Like hearing that language yeah. spoken out loud, like hearing the like it's so silly to me, but like when I heard her say chaos magic, I was like, fuck yes. Like right. that that's what I've read my whole life, and that's what I know is going on here. Yes. And that's what everyone who read the books knows is going on here. But to hear that language exist in that cinematic of a world was so fucking cool to me. Yep, I'm with you like, 100%. Like, yeah. just hearing that, it gave yeah. me... I was just grinning ear to ear. And Libby was looking at me. She was like, oh, that was cool, wasn't it? And I was like, you have no idea. Right, I know. Like, I feel so seen in a good way, you know? Like, sure. I feel like I feel like as a viewer, I am... It's like that's a moment that it's like we're acknowledging comic book readers right now. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, like this isn't this doesn't mean shit. Like this is just an explanation for anyone who's not a reader, and it works and it's perfect and it's wonderful. Um, but for anyone who's like been reading this character for most of their life, it's pretty fucking neat to, to feel like that. like that's yes. your that's for you, man. Right. Like that that's your. That's your little treat. I also for loved, sticking with us. I loved how they and they did it before the last episode, but her accent in and out. I yeah. thought that was a nice twist. Yeah, and then they referenced it at one point. I thought that was great. Um, I did, it had a great a lot of. It's one of those things where I know when I go back and watch it again, I'm gonna see so much more I didn't see before. Yeah, because you're not, you know, you're paying attention to every word because. Yeah, you're it, looking. Every too word hard. is every important. Right. It, you know, they're very important in the market. They never say anything. Yeah, unintentionally or just right. randomly, it's there right. for a reason. And the same with things on the set. You know, it's like, oh, why is everything? Oh, it's all a hexagon. Oh, fuck. You know, just yeah. random. Oh, the drapes are. Oh, that's. Uh, yeah. I get it. You know, dumb shit like that. Um, one dumb thing. I don't know if you saw this. You know, uh, when they're uh, Quicksilver and um, Monica are up in the little man cave, you know, mm-hmm. and he's strumming the guitar. Yeah. You know what he's strumming? Uh. Uh-uh. Little three eleven. Amber is the color of your energy. Oh. So it's a little amber reference to her uh, magic. Yep. So it all it all comes together, right? And yeah. you get your three eleven. I got my three eleven kick. Good for you. Which, by the way, the other day was three eleven day. So see, it's a nice little week for me. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's a good time to be branded. It is. It is. It is. But yeah, like that whole that whole show really. Um, I was grateful to do a rewatch in the last week because it really allowed me to have some perspective, and I think with. Um, like and it's kind of the same way with Star Wars for me at this point where I look at um I look at like everything that Star Wars and Marvel do I have such a 
different lens the first time through. Like I'm I'm looking too hard for other things to exist. Sure. Yeah. Um, which is really unfair to the story that's being told. Yeah. Yep. But like when I can go through something a second time, I then just get to enjoy the thing for the thing it is. Right. Not for what I think it could become, not for what I'm looking for, but simply for what it is. Yeah. And that's a hard thing for me to do on the first watch through. You know, like yep. at yep. least when I watch at home. When I'm in the theater, I'm kind of the opposite. Like it, I only watch a thing for the thing and I miss all the Easter eggs usually when I watch something in the totally. theater. Me too. Because I just kind of get captivated. Right. But when I'm watching like anything on Disney Plus my first watch is not that enjoyable because it's like, and it's shitty. I hate that kind of about myself, but I'm watching it looking for clues to what it could become. Right. Opposed to just letting it be it. Right. And that's so that yeah. second watch through, like totally just letting WandaVision be WandaVision was so wonderful. It was like so charming and so fun and so fucking like goofy and slapsticky at yeah. times. Yep. And beautiful and heart-wrenching at times. Like, really, yep. really well done. I agreed. agreed and to- and all of the different theme songs in it just made me so happy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. As the the weird uh, music nerd and uh, TV nerd in me was, like, just watching that. It was like, fuck, yeah. The Halloween episode with fucking Bikini Kill. Yes. That lead singer singing on that track. Fuck, yeah. Like, that was super cool. I forgot about that. Hell yeah, man. The Agatha all along, like such a fun, like monsters yep. um feel. Like Absolutely. they just they nailed every single one of those theme songs. There should be a punk version of that. Yeah, something like that. Something, something. Um I mentioned Quicksilver earlier. I guess I need to correct myself. Richard Boner. R- Ralph Boner. Ralph bro. Boner, sorry, yeah. Dick Boner just sounded better to me. Right. Um How do we feel about that? Does it squash I mean, obviously it squashes any See I don't think it does squash things. Right. Me either, because it's too you don't put him in that role. Right. I, I think just I think to throw us for a loop, right? I right. Mean, well, I think it's the intentional red herring right now. Okay. I think when he showed up, we were like, Holy shit, dude, he's there. Right. And then it was funny to realize like the whole time that Agnes is talking about Ralph. Right. That that's yes, Ralph. Too. That that's right. kind of funny. Yeah. But I think for for us as viewers, it's meant to be like, ah, see, we were just pulling your chain. Yeah. But first of all, um, this all started as a missing persons case. Mm-hmm. I think Ralph is going to be that missing person that's in witness protection. Okay. Um, so I think there is something there okay. to him being more than we know. We know. Okay. But more importantly, he used his super speed. Right. Like he used his power, that, but then like, I don't think Agnes could have granted him super fucking speed. super speed. Right? I don't think that's and his little attic setup is very similar to his other setup. Right. I mean, it's it's just way too much similarity to me to be right. Just I think for fun. Yeah, like I think especially if you're going to start doing multiverse stuff. Exactly, and the, we know they're bringing mutants in. Right. Like that, we know that's happening. Right. Um, I'm still very shocked. That they brought in any mutant character that we know. Like, I thought for sure they would just be starting whole cloth, brand new. Like, not recast anybody from the Fox universe. From any of the Fox universes. Like, starting from scratch. So, to see them 
bring him in really shocked me. Yeah, of course. Um, for that reason, it does also give me a little bit of hope because I still think Sophie Turner got a bad fucking shake as Jean Grey, and I think she'd be. A, I think she's a very fucking good Jean Grey if she gets the right writing. Yeah. So it gives yeah. me hope that maybe she gets to come back and get another bite at the apple. I think we've talked about it before. I'm not a huge fan of hers. She just. She bores me. Uh, Sansa bores me. Yeah, maybe that's Sophie part of it. Turner does not. No, nah, that's fair. I think she's a. I I think she was put. She was pigeonholed into a character that had to be kind of boring. Bore, maybe maybe that's their part of it. Yeah. Um. And and speaking of that, can we also just acknowledge that like what Wandavision did, as much as anything, it I, it did a million things, but one thing that it did super well. Was it's kind of a big middle finger to Fox? Not only to be like, oh, we stole your mutant, but more importantly, like, we essentially just told the best version of the Dark Phoenix story yeah. that you tried and failed to do twice. Yeah, no kidding. That you fucking, you fucked up. Yep. And we just absolutely crushed right. a Dark Phoenix type story. Right. Like, it's essentially, it, it, it's, it parallels right. that story in yeah. a ton of ways. No, it's like, oh, yeah, look at how good of a job we did making this story that is the most iconic X-Men story that you've continued to fuck up. Right. Yeah. Like that's, that, that felt like a real Kevin Feige middle finger. Like, yeah, I'll show you. Right. See why I can do this better. Yeah. Just give me your yeah. character. Just let me know. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Just let me make you let, money. Let me do my goddamn job. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I'm yeah. really fucking good at it. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of it's same, same world here. Uh, Avatar retook the top spot over Endgame. Yeah, I saw that. Do you care? No. I don't give a shit. Have we talked about Avatar before? Why would we? Who cares? I don't get it. (laughs) Me neither. I don't... It's not very good. It's not, right? It's Pocahontas. It's... It's the same exact story as Disney's Pocahontas, man. It's it's just not... I don't understand why we need more and we need theme parks. I think the reason that it... The only reason it became like the phenomenon that it did, I believe... Is that, you know, it was what, 07, 08 when it came out? Sure. In that ballpark. And it was, I think it was the first movie that came out in 3D that did a good job of 3D. Yeah. So I think yeah. I think that boosted its box office because everyone was like, holy shit, like this is like good right. 3D. I guess, yeah. And then like it also looked really cool. Yeah. Like... You can't deny, you watch the trailer for Avatar, you're like, I gotta fucking see this Blue Cat movie. <laughs> yeah. And then you sit down and watch and you're like, alright, it was okay. Yeah. You know, like, right. it's not a terrible movie. No. By any means. way too long. But it's yeah. just an exceptionally forgettable movie. But yeah. Like, it's an exceptionally fine movie. So why won't they let us forget it? <laughs> they insist every year, hey, don't forget, we're making more of these. Hey, don't forget, we're making a theme park. I mean... The- I don't know if any of that's even happening anymore. I mean, just, but they who knows, man. I would rather if you're going to pick something James Cameron did. I, there's a lot of other shit. I would rather see Titanic two. Yeah, well, I mean, they've also been trying to cash in on James Cameron's fucking Terminator, Terminator yeah. for 25 years and yeah. continue, doing a horrible job of right, it. Right. Right. There's what nine Terminator movies, and the least, first two are the yeah. only acceptable ones. Right. And then a couple TV shows here and there, yeah. right? Yeah. Like the first Terminator movie is okay. Right. Terminator Two is fucking great. Right. The rest of them are horrible. Right. Like they're not even watchable. Well, luckily, luckily they're going to keep making more, so they're going to get course. one eventually. Of course. They need to just stop calling them Terminator, and <laughs> yeah. 
if one hits, be like, oh, that's that's in the universe. That's Terminator. That's Terminator. It's in our yeah. universe. Yeah. 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 Absolutely bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, because they but, keep doing the Sarah, Chrono, Sarah Connor Chronicles and the John Connor stories, and, yeah. and it, none of it works. Yeah. Well, it's so. like that, that story just doesn't have as much traction as they think it does. No. Like, like no. they told the story. Right. Right. Terminator told the story. Well, and... Like, we don't... I don't... There, there's no more to tell. There's right. no more blood to get from that stone. And talking about, you know, Avatar being a visually stunning... No matter what year the Terminator's filmed in, it, well, uh, the second one was great. But even, like, the most recent ones, the effects are shit. Yeah. Like, talk about not putting a, like, you're trying to dig something out of the ground that's been dead and buried for 20 years. You might want to throw a couple bucks at it <laughs> to give it some legs to dig out. Because it's, yeah. ugh, anyways. I, I remember just watching some of those. You're like, what the fuck? This is it's yeah. all green screen. Yeah. It's just terrible. It sucks. Or when Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up with like the face app and basically yeah. they just <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, anyways, um, what else you got Speaking for Wanda? Speaking of Vision? effects, like, yeah, yeah. Wanda, see how cool is it to see Wanda in the legit Scarlet Witch at the end there? Yeah, yeah. Like that's pretty awesome. How tight was that? Well, that was what what, what a you know great scene too. Reading through that book, oh, learning her thing, yeah, kind of looking Doctor Strange like with the right. universes around him, and then hearing her hearing kids her kids, is, right? So she's going to go. Well, so go now she there. knows her kids are out there somewhere like, in the universe. That's how right. she becomes the menace, and right, like she's just trying to bring her kids back, right? Like yep. that that sets me up for a villain in Doctor Strange multiverse. That I can totally empathize with. Sure. And that is a, a powerful thing to have in a say, movie. Like any that's... movie that has a villain that you can empathize with is automatically good. Sure. Like not automatically great. Right. But like you've automatically now given me a hero and a villain that I can empathize with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the recipe for a good story. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And you don't need to waste time developing their characters. Exactly. Like, we already know Wanda and her motivations. We already know Doctor Strange and his motivations. Like, so now you just get to tell a cool story um, without taking a certain amount of information for granted. Right. Yep. I, uh, it's going to be fucking rad. I felt like I had something else to say, but now I can't remember. And the seeing the the scroll show up at the end talking to was Spectrum too. Yep. yep. And you like, gotta assume they were referencing Nick Fury. Oh yeah. So and I assume So now we're set up for Captain Marvel too. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean I would I hope it kind of just sets up with them dropping her off at the space station and he's walking out with no shoes on and <laughs> yelling, you know, I forget where's my whatever and then she happens to be standing there. It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be great. Um Yeah, because I don't even know if I need to see, you know. I hope they don't try to do like in the next Captain Marvel kind of like the history of sword. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think they will. Cause I feel like, well, maybe, I don't know. Cause I feel like that's going to be the big, obviously um, gap between uh, uh, Monica Rambo and Captain Marvel is she wasn't there for her mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, wait, is that right? Monica? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You have to show some of that. I'm sure. But yeah, I think it'll definitely be referenced. But I, I think just don't make it like you know. I think Marvel Agents of Shield, where you give me seven fucking seasons, right? Yeah, I, I think Marvel is a smart enough entity 
to not do that. I think they'll give us enough. And I also think like just the tip. Mm, but I, I think they set up for like if they want to give us more of that, I think there is room for like a Marvel series on Disney Plus that's a spectrum series. Sure. That dive that's a real deep dive into Monica Rambo. Yeah. Like I think we get to see that character really develop and get more fleshed out in Captain Marvel 2. But I think that really opens the door to say, like, oh, you want to really learn about Sword? You want to really learn what happens? Here's now a Disney Plus series that's three years away from right now, but is, like, right on deck after Captain Marvel 2 comes out that gives you that backstory in a more engaging, long-form way. Totally, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And Uh, that seems like the move. uh, Yeah, I don't, once again... I trust their vision, what they're doing, so mm-hmm. I'm not too worried about what's coming next. You know, I yeah. mean, you know, right? No, so I trust it, um, but it's still it's still fun to talk about. Fucking a, <laughs> fucking a. Right. Uh, um, quick break. Yep. So let's say we'll take a, a breather, break. come back, and hit some some news. Cool. Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Check out alteredstatecomics.com right now. I will wait. But while I'm waiting, I'm gonna also tell you. Go check out the Altered State podcast, man. They come straight out of St. Louis, Brandon and John, and they are there for all your pop culture needs. They're very orally accented, is what I'm saying, ladies and dudes. So there you go, man. AlteredStateComics.com. It's right there in the name. And we're back. We are back. Um, So before we get into the news... Of the day, as as far as uh, our regular stuff, we have some exciting, an exciting thing to talk about. Yeah. Um, to take a minute with uh, our good friend, good buddy Tim, who's the owner of Cafe Piazza in Benton Park, um, right across from Gus's, is opening an arcade, the Benton Parkade, which is a fucking great name, yes, by the is. way. Um, connected to Cafe Piazza, and we are setting up shop in the in the. Uh, Benton Parkade. That's right. So we're going to have uh, some really cool artwork up there. We're going to have some pops. We're going to have some books. Um, we're going to be doing a few events up there ourselves right. as well. That's right. Um, so we're we're really excited about this new partnership. Yes. Yeah, we're going to have giveaways. Uh, they're going to do all kinds of stuff there. Um, it's we'll be raffling be... some big ticket items. Exactly. Yep. It's going to be a great, uh, great partnership. Um, we really appreciate uh, them reaching out to us and thinking about us. We're going to show you some cool stuff. Come check out a little bit of what Alter State's all about. Yeah, man. So, so, uh, so yeah, make sure you go check out Cafe Piazza if you haven't yet. It's some of the best pizza in town. It's Sicilian. Yep. Um, ooh, this veggie pizza they have is with artichokes. It is one of my favorite pizzas of all time. That's right. Like, That's I would right. put that veggie pizza in my top five. Ooh, nice. I smashed probably half of one at the fucking diaper party last week. That's what's crazy. I, I have, love that pizza. I've had the pizza many times. Usually never there because mm-hmm. we get it and we go somewhere else. So I have no idea the names of these pizzas. Uh-huh. And I just grab, and it's always fantastic. That's yeah. why I'm. I don't know what one I love, but I've loved many of them. Yeah, the the veggie one. You know, is by my far, college days. Right. the The veggie one is by far my favorite. They also have among the best toasted raviolis in town. They absolutely crush the toasted ravioli yep. game. Like yep. 
Really fucking cool spot. Yep. Yep. Um, Great spot. Easy to find. If you know where the brewery is or where Gus's Pretzels is. Yeah. You know right where, across from you know Gus's Pretzels. At. Yep. Um, used to be Benton Park Cafe years back before they moved. Um, so, yeah. We will be setting up in there in the next week or two. That's right. So, we are excited. Super excited for this opportunity. We hope That's you right. guys go check out this arcade, too. Because, like, man. Yeah. You go in the arcade. You'll have pinball, pool tables, skee-ball, darts, um, old video ball. games, yep. foosball, yep. a bunch of badass yeah. comic book art. I, s- I saw Super Nintendo in there, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bunch NBA of... Jam was in there, for guys' sake. It's mm-hmm. going to be good stuff. It's going to be good stuff. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, pinball. Right. Yes. But, uh, so not only do you have all of that awesome shit, but also comic books, toys, uh, badass art, and there's a window cut out right into Cafe Piazza. Uh, so you can order your tasty pizza and drinks while you're having fun with your friends playing arcades. That's right. So that's right. Um, you know, comics, pizza, <laughs> punk rock, and beer. Exactly. That's what we're it's, all about. It's a match made in heaven. That's right. So we are super excited about. It. We will definitely uh, be talking about it more. But I think we're gonna get set up in there next week. Um, so you can come check it out. Uh, we will let you know once it's opening. We'll tag them in the socials, and you can get. Uh, Get a little more of a, a view of where they're headed and what they're up to up there. Yes, sir. Um, and we get to have another really cool announcement next week. So oh, that's right. Uh, we, uh, uh, it's been a busy... It doesn't seem like it. No. But it's no. been a very busy year for Altered State Comics. That's right. And that's right. Uh, everything's kind of happening at the same exact time, which yeah. is strange. Considering how the previous year went, this is insane yeah it's it's not even a hundred times busier it's 500 times busier because last year was zero yeah you couldn't do nothing right Um, so yeah having this pop up and the other things that we will be talking about that's right in the next two weeks that's right and then some more things a little further down the line from that right (laughs) that's right everything all at once the altered state way that's how it works that's how (laughs) hey this is not an overnight success type story we've been hammering this i know it seems like everything's happening right now it's We've taken, been in work for quite a few years. It's taken a minute or two to get here. So it's taken uh, a minute or two. Yeah, it's pretty exciting to be able to to talk about that. And uh, yeah, but enough so about it. us. Right. You don't give a shit about us. <laughs> Let's talk about some other bullshit. I want to talk either about... I want to talk about both, but okay. you can choose first. Coming to America. Coming to, to America. America. Um, or there's... I don't really have a list for this, but I know, you know, St. Paddy's Day is coming up. Uh, you know, okay. I'm of the Irish descent. Sure. Why don't we have any good St. Paddy's Day movies? Other than Boondock Saints. Um, because St. Paddy's Day is strictly for crushing corned beef and whiskey. <laughs> and you can't tell me, you can't center a nice Jason Bateman vehicle around that? <laughs> I don't need a movie for that. Ugh, I've, already got, I've already got my corned beef ready. It's going in the crock pot tomorrow morning. But I mean, you know, you give me... I, I picture, this is what I picture, because I think Jason Bateman, you know, office Christmas party just... St. Paddy's Day thing. Yeah, that seems like that would be a Bateman vehicle, right? I could see Bateman in that in that world. I need to write this up. Yeah, that, maybe you, know, I should, you just need to pitch it. I, I wrote a screenplay back in the day once. All right, call no, call no on Jason Bateman. No one liked it. Yeah, hang on. Get Bateman on the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get my get my boy Jason on the phone. I don't know, so, but it's so really I want to talk so, coming to America. Star of Teen Wolf two. You know what? People shit on that because it's terrible. Right. No, I was about I, to say, are we no. are we about to enter some Val Kilmer territory? I was, I are could, you going to start? Are you going to start defending I, Teen Wolf two? I don't know enough about Teen Wolf two to 
defend Teen Wolf 2. Does that make sense? Oh, is that you, Humming? You son of a bitch. It does make there sense. There you go. There that you go. don't know enough about Teen Wolf 2. I remember boxing was involved. Um, I remember nothing. Pretty sure, Teen yeah. He, he went to college on a boxing scholarship, you know, because... Because that's what he did the whole first movie. Yeah, that's relatable. Um, well, I mean, college no, had a great was, boxing squad. It was a different person. He was a he was the cousin of Scott. Ba- of oh, really? Yes, he was not. Uh, it wasn't a recast. No, 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 no. no. Oh, yes. okay. Yes, that shows what I know. That's I correct. I legitimately don't think I have ever watched Teen yes. Wolf two. I just said I don't know enough about it, but now I'm yeah pretty well into it because um, the um, uh, the chubby gentleman is in it as well. Um, who's also in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? You know, he was also he was a basketball player in First Teen Wolf, the chubby basketball player. Dude, okay, th- Pee Wee's Big is, Adventure. These are movies oh that came out before me that I watched as a kid. I feel like I'm speaking Latin to you right. right. Like he's staring at me like I, I just. <laughs> so Teen Wolf and Pee Wee's Big Adventure to me, those are Sunday afternoon Channel Eleven movies from okay. when I was a kid. All right. Yeah, I right. definitely watched them. But I don't have any fucking memories of them. That's fair. That's My only fair. memory of Pee-wee's Big Adventure is him dancing on the bar. Okay. Yeah. That that scene I can picture in my head. The rest of that movie, I I have no fucking frame of reference yeah. at this point in my life. I honestly, I feel like you would love that movie. Probably. I, that's. But it's been for sure twenty five years since I've. I mean, seen you're it. such a Burton guy. <laughs> that's that's all Burton. That's all. Burton. You know me. Ugh. I love Tim Burton. That's what I'm saying. It's such Fuck a Burton guy. guy. Fuck that guy. But There's I, not many people I say that about. I, I know. Having, but fuck Tim Burton. Having said that, I still think you would enjoy the movie because it's not. I probably would. It's not Burtony. It's not Burtony. You know enough. what I mean? It's it's not full on. It's it's Beetlejuice Burton. Okay. You know what I'm, I'm here saying? for that. Yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. I do love Beetlejuice. Yeah. I think you should give it a shot. And if you don't like that, maybe watch Big Top Pee Wee because I don't think Burton had anything to do with that. Okay. Yeah. It's very. That, that's my Pee Wee. Yeah. Yeah. Who's in that? That's what's that fucking guy's name? Um. Chris Christopherson. (laughs) Blade. Yes. It's great to watch him. He's like a fucking circus carny. It's terrible. It's terrible. (laughs) Wonderful. I I don't know how we got into Pee Wee's Big Adventures. Um, Somehow St. Patrick's Day. Right. Uh, Coming to America. I did not watch it. So fill me in. Get me hit. I've heard really horrible things about it. I've heard both. That's, I mean, I've heard, I, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. Okay. Is it great? No. Is it as great as the first? No. What, the first movie, to me, is in my top ten of all-time comedies. Okay. Um, I respect that. I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Really probably... It's a hard toss-up between that and, like, um, Trading Places. Sure. For an Eddie Murphy the, Those comedy. two movies... Beverly Hills Cop. Now, I, I, it's hard to pick. They're all... They all came out, like, in the same two years. Yeah. Um, I feel like Trading Places and Coming to America especially are very interchangeable to me. Well... Yes and no. Like, I, but, but it's because I was younger yes. when I saw him. You know, like I only I, lead towards coming to America because Eddie Murphy and Arsenio play so many parts, and they're all fucking hilarious. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, but anyways, it doesn't matter. It some of the now some of the funniest things in the new movie are references to the old movie. Sure. You know what I mean? Old characters doing dumb little things or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Wesley Snipes is a new character in this. He's fucking hilarious. Okay. I mean, he plays like a. Um, like an African tribe leader, you know, in a different, um, where, the, where the hell is Eddie Murphy from? I forget. Um, 
Uh, like I said, my frame of reference you know, with coming to America is very small. They basically make him look like a Wakanda type guy. You okay. know what I mean? Like like yeah. that kind of look. And he's hilarious though. You know, he's trying to marry off his daughter, all that kind of stuff. The same same uh-huh. principle as the first right. movie. Um, Eddie Murphy doesn't have a son. He has three daughters. Uh-huh. You know, so but I for uh, the country's law say women can't rule. Okay. So it turns out when he was here 30 years ago, whatever it was, he was out drinking that one night when they were out clubbing with Arsenio uh-huh. Hall, meeting the chicks. And Arsenio slipped him something because he wanted to hook up with this chick. And when they went back to their house, that chick that Arsenio was hooking up, her friend basically raped Eddie Murphy. Okay. Leslie Jones. Okay. So it was still kind of funny. And now she has a kid, had a son who was born before he was married and all this stuff. So his illegitimate son is the heir to the throne. He's the heir to the throne. And the movie is kind of teaching him the royal ways and sure. Inner, you know, and the family come inner uh, Leslie Jones and his uncle Tracy Morgan come to live at the palace, you know. Okay. So it's premise very funny. You you sure. you've kind of seen this rags sure. to riches right. type, you know. Um does it hit? No. Should it have been R? Absolutely. Yeah. That is a big Look, it's it sounds terrible to me to think that just some f bombs change a movie, but it changes the tone of a movie. Right, but like when I so again, and so do the occasional boob boobs. jokes and sex jokes, and well, you, I, so, you still they're still doing the royal bather jokes, right? In a PG thirteen movie, so you put that together and well, tell me if that's funny still. So I'm saying though, like. Again, you have a much better frame of reference here than me. Sure. Um, because my my memories of coming to America are very slim. Like, I watched that movie, like, when I was in high school. Totally, right. And it was, like, one, like, I watched once, and I was like, oh, okay. Right. But when I think, like, that as a rated R movie, like, yeah, there's the topless scene, like, done polishing the royal penis. Right. Like, like that right. bit. Well, the barbershop guys. But I don't remember being, cussing. like, a hard R outside of that. All the barbershop guys cussed up a storm. It was fuck this and fuck that constantly. Yes. Okay. Big time. Big okay. time. Um, uh, you know, Eddie Murphy, they didn't cuss. You know, they were proper. They didn't cuss at all. Um, so it wasn't, you know, but there were certain scenes that just call for it. It makes sure. it, I don't know. You know, I don't, I, Tracy Morgan doesn't cuss in a movie. It doesn't feel natural. Yeah. That you know, feels, you know that I feels mean? weird. Um, you know, there's a couple scenes he where, there's, motherfucking some people. where there's a shit here, like, randomly, but it's not, you know, I don't know. It's, like I said, it sounds superficial, and I'm not saying that makes or breaks a movie by any means. Um, but when it's in that type, when it's in, when it's the type of movie that you expect it to be. Right, that, when, when that's, that's the, the base. Difference. That's what I had the yeah. problem. When you, when that's what you're building the this new movie off of, I don't know why you changed that. It was so successful. Why... Yeah doll it up as eddie murphy i I don't follow him closely enough is he just kind of averse to the r these days because i I feel like he really hasn't done anything i feel like he was a like i mean fucking like raw and shit like he did some really blue stuff yeah yeah. but i feel like like in my lifetime like i grew up with eddie murphy making family movies sure and then he retired i know what was the last rated r thing eddie murphy was involved in it might have been 30 fucking years ago it may have been yeah you know, yeah, I, don't, like, I don't know. I really he don't may know. just be yeah. averse to the rated I, R stuff now. I know at one point, you know, he did apologize for, you know, a lot of his old stand up had a lot of gay jokes yeah. and things like that, which at the time were not considered even 
Um, but also, you don't you don't have to you don't have to tell like homophobic jokes to be rated R. Oh, absolutely not. You no, know? no. Um, so I just I just feel like maybe he's just averse to to to, to f bombs these days. Let me uh, or boobs on cinema. Maybe all of his nine fucking kids don't want to see that. Well, I mean, I think he has a lot of daughters. I, so I'm not saying yeah. The, I get that. I get the. I yeah. do get that because it's also. The movie itself is about, you know, in the end, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but, yeah. you know, he ch- he he changes the law. So now his, his daughter can rule. can rule. Okay. So, you know, you don't want to make it tits, 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 empowering yeah. women. I, you know, I, I'm not, I, so I get that 100% and I'm not saying sure. that is a bad choice, but the tone of the movie just feels... More like a family movie. Well, when you're in the barbershop, you got to hear those F-bombs, well, like you are saying. Right, right. And that's really where you notice it the most, is things like that. Um, let's okay. see. Little... Yeah, I, I can't think of anything rated R he's done since late 80s, early 90s. All right. Why aren't you pulling up his filmography? God damn it, Wikipedia. I, I didn't watch that uh, My Name is Dolomite that he did. Is that rated R? Ooh, that had to be R, because that was about uh, a pimp, right? Or no, he was I, I didn't watch guy. it. I yeah. didn't watch it. Um yeah, and that was on Netflix. Yeah. Let's see here. So I can see that being an R. I apologize. I can't uh I can't find his uh can't find his credentials. Well it says main article filmography, click here, and then it just keeps bringing up the same crap again. Yeah, well. There we go. Okay, so of course, you know, forty eight hour Beverly Hills Cop, all that's R. That's R. Uh Vampire in Brooklyn. Was that an R? Uh-huh. That was 95. I don't know. Let's see. That sounds like a PG-13 title to me. Metro. 97. What was Metro? I I have nothing upon that. Let's, let's see. Action comedy thriller starring Eddie Murphy and Michael Rappaport. Can't say I know that one. Yeah. Um, Like, to me, I, when I think of Eddie Murphy, like... It, this is the sad generational shift in us. Yeah. Where you got the the real long end of the stick and I got the shit end. Is like to me, Eddie Murphy's like Dr. Doolittle. I just want us to cut and, where you just said I got the long end of the stick. We'll yeah. just <laughs> edit the rest of it out. But uh yeah, like when I was growing up, he was doing Dr. Doolittle and right. fucking the clumps. The clumps. Right. Um That's funny. Haunted yeah. Mansion. Like yeah, that see, that was the shit that he was doing in my right. childhood. And none of that ever enters my mind. When right. I think Eddie Murphy. And that's what I think when I think it. Like, the first time I saw Raw, I was probably 19 or 20 years old. And it was like, when I saw the Eddie Murphy that people talk about as the funniest man that's ever lived. Right. Um, to me, seeing him do that shit was like when I found out Bob Saget was a rated R comic. And I grew up on Danny Tanner. Sure. It was that same thing. It was sure. like... Holy shit, this dude is really fucking yeah, funny. Yeah. But like to me, he was just like a guy, you know? Like when I was growing up, I would hear people talk about, no, oh, man, Eddie Murphy's the funniest dude alive. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. Dolomite was an R. Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, I wasn't yeah. it was my late teens, early twenties before I saw anything that he did. Cause even I know like Beverly Hills Cop three was PG thirteen. Yeah. I I forget when that came out, but yeah, I now, that's gotta be early to mid nineties. Right. Oh, he was in that Tower Heist movie. Oh, that was PG-13, though. Yeah. Yeah. Then a lot of, you know, a lot of Shrek. A lot of Donkey's Christmas Spectacular yeah. here. Um, yeah, Shrek. That's my Eddie Murphy. Mushu from Mulan. Right. That's my Eddie Murphy. Shrek the Halls. Norbit. That was a kid's movie, right? Yep. Yep. Dream Girls. Ooh, that might have been an R, right? 
PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Yeah, that was the that was the Jamie Foxx was in that. And, right? Yes, I think so. Yep. Yeah, more Shrek, more Shrek. Haunted Mansion was, I'm sure, a PG movie. It, oh, that was PG. I just watched that uh, this this year with my kids. Daddy Daycare, a PG movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I Spy. My daughter fucking loved Haunted Mansion. My daughter Clara is like weirdly into Halloween, as and you know, as a four year old, mm-hmm. like around Halloween season, man. Every, it was it was Nightmare Before Christmas every day. It was Haunted Mansion. It was these fucking spooky shows, kids shows that are on Netflix. Yep. She's real into spooky, weird shit, which yeah, I'm here for. Like, uh, cool. Good he, for you. He did that movie Life with Martin Lawrence, and that's an R movie. And that was after he had done um, like Nutty Professor once. Okay. And uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3. So, he, you know, I don't think he has an aversion necessarily. I, I think he's just trying to reach a broader audience. Sure. Because that's just not who he is at the, anymore. This, you know, right. which I can I get that one hundred percent. Well, he spent a lot more of his career being making family entertainment than making adult comedy. Oh, sure. Yeah, which is which point, is sure. weird to say. Yeah, you know, like yeah. like Eddie Murphy. If you look at the breadth of his career, mm-hmm. he is a he is a family entertainer. Sure. Oh, yeah. You know, which is weird when you when you grow yeah. up on him at the start of his career. Yeah. Because yeah. when I think Eddie Murphy, I. I think Beverly Hills Cop. I think Forty Eight Hours. Uh, yeah, SNL. Yeah, I, you know, and he was on SNL for a year, right? Right, a year and a couple shows, maybe something like that. Um, yeah, I, you know, if you gave me, you know, after all that, I would think Doctor Doolittle and that kind of stuff. But shit would never pop in my head right first. No right, way. no way. But that's um, what he was making when I was a kid. Yep. So I was the audience for that. Like right. I saw Doctor Doolittle in the fucking theaters, man, because right. I was like eight years old when that movie came yep. out. Yeah, I remember seeing. Uh, there was a good. I watched like the uh, the outtakes. I liked of coming to the new coming to America. There was one on there. Uh, I forget who plays his son, but he's, he was a very good actor. I found him funny. I recognize him, but I'm blanking on his name. Um, they're doing an you know it's an outtake obviously, and there's you know doing random bits or whatever. And I forget what they're setting up, but Eddie Murphy's standing next to him, and the son's just rambling on about whatever. And he starts doing basically Eddie Murphy's bit, um, you know, the ice cream bit, you know, that from Raw, you know, that whole stand-up bit. I don't bit. remember it, it that much. At the very end, you know, basically, you know, um, one kid gets ice cream, the other kid doesn't get it because, you know, he's like, I got the ice cream and you can't have oh, yeah, none because yeah. you won welfare. Like he starts uh-huh. doing that song, different words, but he was, yeah. Eddie Murphy's just like, that's my goddamn song. What do you, you know, he's like, <laughs> it, it takes him a second, but it clicks in his head. He's like, you're singing the ice cream song. It was fucking hilarious just to watch him think about it. it wasn't even in his head and yeah boom that's my shit uh, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious but i found the movie fun i think if you've if you like the first one you know i can see how you this might piss you off a little bit because it's yeah but it's also what 30 years later that's what i, it, I think you look at things differently than you did right like, and i also think uh take in things differently i i, I tend to think that we're, we're kind of in an era right now where Everyone wants to sequelize shit that's 20 or 30 years old. Right. Um, and I think as a viewer, you have to go into a sequel like that with a healthy understanding of what it will be. That's right. You know, like you can't expect it to capture what the originals did. Like that's not that's not a reality. Right. You're you're if you're making a sequel to a movie that's 30 years old, you are doing it. To pay fan service more than anything. Like watching the new Bill and Ted. Right. I had a great time watching that movie. It does not, it is not nearly 
the joy that the first two are right. to me. But I do think it's really wonderful. I had fun watching it. Right. But it's because I I watched it through that lens. Sure, totally. That said, I have full expectations that the new sequel to Ghostbusters is going to be a wonderful movie and and Me break too. the mold. And, Me too. Uh, and if it's not, I'm going to fucking shit. <laughs> that That's the movie that I'm more excited for than anything else. Yeah. Like, I that was... movie looks so sick. And it's going to be awesome. I am yeah. a firm belief that that movie is going to be fucking incredible. I'm trying, honestly, I've tried not to think about it for a while just because I don't know when the fuck I'm ever going to see it. I know. I think it's like June now. Maybe, yeah. But it was, uh, I hope, but I don't know. It came up, I was watching the hockey game. Fox came over to my house Friday night. We were watching the hockey game. And we were talking about movie theaters and, and shit like that. And he was he was like, oh, because he's got his vac, he's vaccinated. Right. And he was like, man, I kind of want to go to the movie theater now. Like, I can but like, what's in the theater? It's like, ah, you know, X, Y, and Z. Not really. I was like, really, I'm not thinking about going to movie theater until Black Widow and then Ghostbusters. Like, mm-hmm. those are the things I can't see myself going to the theater before then. Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, I didn't know they were making a new Ghostbusters, so I pulled up the trailer and just watching that trailer again on Friday, I was like, Fuck fucking jack. I know. I was like, I know. yes, I can't wait for this movie. Yeah, there's lots. And that trailer looks so sick. Absolutely. Like, they did such a great job. Like, what I appreciate is that trailer looks fucking spooky. Yes. And I think that's what, of all the things that one could critique about the 2016 Ghostbusters, it's real failing to me is that it was just slapstick comedy. And if you watch Ghostbusters 1 and 2... They are fucking hilarious. They're super funny. They're definitely comedy movies. But, like, the horror in those movies isn't a parody. Sure. Like, there's genuine, like, eerie, creepy Yeah, that moments. first library scene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, those are fucking creepy. Those are yeah. a little unnerving. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say they belong in a horror movie, but, no, like, with they take the horror part seriously mm-hmm. in the horror comedy genre. You know, whereas like the 2016 Ghostbusters was just a comedy movie. Right. And if you make just a comedy movie, like it's whatever. Yeah. But like I'm I'm going to Ghostbusters for something a little different. Like the fucking Gozer scene, like that shit's fucking Absolutely. creepy. Dude. With, the, with Dana hovering above the sheets and shit, like the when, when Venkman finds her, like that's it's legitimately creepy fucking creepy, man. I agree. Like, you know, it's not like, oh, I'm scared, hold me. But it's like, that's fucking creepy man yep. like that's straight up sci-fi horror and done honestly totally you yeah know? right i'm with you yeah that's and why it works right yeah. and so when i see this trailer and it looks fucking creepy i'm like all right you have the tone yes like I agree. you get it I agree. so if you keep that tone but let paul rudd deliver on the funny parts let fucking bill murray and dan Aykroyd as they show up deliver on the funny parts I think you've got the right recipe. Agreed. Speaking of trailer type stuff, it's kind of tra- so far we've only gotten trailers. We get Snyder. Ooh, this week. Snyder cut boy. this week. That's big. That's uh, big. Dude, I can't believe it. And what's cool, so that's what, Thursday? Yes. You get that? On Wednesday, uh, Kevin Smith is hosting like a red carpet event mm. that's like him and Zack Snyder. Um, and I'm guessing they'll like bring in like zoom calls with the cast yeah. and shit would be my assumption. I just saw a commercial for it. His good buddy, Ben. Yeah. Like I, it was on, on Kevin Smith's Instagram. I saw the little, 
commercial they did, and it's like it looks like a talk show. Like it's Kevin on a chair and Zach on a chair. Perfect, yeah. And then they're talking about so yeah, Wednesday night they're gonna do like the red carpet extravaganza for a movie that's not getting a real premiere. Right. Like this seems like the way to do it. Yeah. Um, that they're live streaming Wednesday evening. Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked to see that. Yeah. And like see the cast talk about it and get excited. Um, but it had me wondering something. So if we're having this red carpet event, and I don't know if it's going to have cast interviews or not. I, I, I don't know what else it would have. So I assume it does. Yeah. Um, but like the trailer did, or the little preview commercial thing didn't specifically say that. Do you think Ray Fisher is one of the interviews? because no. he's he's supposed to be like he's got a big role in right this. he's supposed to be the main part and like, main part but a bigger role. yeah and he is a fucking snyder guy he like is. he had snyder's back and snyder mm. has his that's true so like and his beef is not with Zack snyder who's he, hosting the event kevin smith well then possibly right so yeah. that's what i'm saying but like it also ha- i have to imagine Warner Brothers is behind it. Like this is the well, Warner so I guess Brothers that's what I meant. Not thing. Who's sponsoring the event or who's right. yeah. like I, I don't know. Right. But like clearly there's money in it. Like right. there was a set and there's okay. seats that Zach and Kevin are in. Like So I'm I'm real interested. I would be curious, you know, because that's what's weird with this whole thing is, you know, usually in an actor's contract, part of the contract is doing the promote the movie, but you already did that. Right. The movie's already out. Right. Like this is the the version we were supposed to see. Right. So you think they would have had to do another contract for promo. Right. They just may have not called him to do promo. They may not want him to. But then again, at the same time, like this is his last hurrah. Right. And the people he'd be talking to are people that he's got no fucking beef with. Sure. Sure. So like I... I'm I'm interested to see the contract. I'm sure would have to have language that you can't talk about this, this, and this. But yeah, I'm I'm I don't know I don't know I'm kind of I'm I would I'm, love to see it. Actually, not that I think he's going to come in there and just you know start spouting off and running his mouth because I still think he wants to work. But he's got nothing well, to lose I, with well, that. And I think he's said I think he's <clears throat> oh excuse me, I think he's said everything he wants to say. True. Yeah, I think so too. You know, like yeah. I don't think he's coming out to be like fuck well, Warner in, Brothers in, and fuck these people. I think right. he's got I. I think if he came out, it would be like, this is the avenue right. to say, like, man, I'm so glad you get to see the version of the movie that I love. Yes. You get to yeah. see the version that Sna- that Zach created, that my friend Zach created, that Zach, right. who believed in me, gave me right. this, like... Jab without jabbing. Right. Yeah, right. I know what you're saying. Like, I, yeah. I, I could see that being part of it. But yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see if he's part of it or not. Me too. Yeah. Um, I would think so. Because Kevin Smith isn't the kind of person who's going to come out and ask those type of leading questions to certainly know, gotcha not. type stuff or anything well, I mean, like this, that. This so. is clearly the type of thing to just build up some fun right. around a thing. Right. Like I think it'll be right. I think this is going to be an hour of just like right. silliness and like talking about cool shit with the movie, maybe doing a, like a, you know, a, an extra scene that you get to see, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good question. I hadn't thought about that. Um, I can tell you what, I am not looking forward to going to work on Friday because I'm going to be up late as fuck watching watching a four hour movie. I know, right? Because I definitely won't be able to start it until after I get the kids to bed. So I'm probably starting that movie at 9 p.m. on Thursday. When does it, does it come out midnight? When does it come out? I don't know. I think it just drops on Thursday. I imagine it comes out midnight on Wednesday. Right. I would think. Okay. So if I get up Thursday morning, I can, I can watch it. No problem. I would think so. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'll be at work all day on Thursday. Okay. And then I'll come home. And have to do all the stuff with the kids, so I won't be able to start it until like nine p.m. Be up till fucking one in the morning yeah. watching the Snyder cut. It's good to know that way I won't text you anything. 
Right. Don't text me until Friday. Until Friday. About gotcha. It. All right. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. But yeah, man. Like I know Friday is gonna be real shitty at work. Or but fantastic. it's gonna be worth it. Yeah. It's gonna. Yeah. I, well, it better be worth it if it's shitty. Yeah. And I'm laying in bed watching it at God fucking eleven thirty. Yeah. Let me sit here like. I've got another hour and a half of this. <laughs> so it better be good. You'll just better fall, be you just fall asleep good. if it's shitty. I won't, man. No. Not a movie that I get into. Like that's like, what I'm saying. If like it's if shitty, you won't get into it. I don't think there's any way that I could fall asleep. I think movie. there's enough. There's going to be way, you know, of course, because Snyder's basically said you saw like, like a fourth of what I yeah. did. So it's going to be a lot of new footage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty excited for, for all of it. I think it's pretty sweet. I'm excited for all of it. Um, I really didn't have anything else. I, you know, the new Flash is on out. I think they've done a couple episodes the so CW? far this season. Yeah, it's good. It's it's losing something. Yeah, I, I jumped ship on Flash a few seasons ago. Yeah, it was one like, and I liked it all the way into like I didn't jump ship intentionally, but it was one that like when my kids were like two years old, I was like, I don't have time for an hour drama. Right. And then, like, once I wasn't watching it for a few months, I was like, you know, I didn't, it. yeah, I didn't yeah. really miss it. So yeah. then it was like, yeah. all right, now that I do have the ability to, I don't really care to go back. Well, you can, I mean, you know, it's a CW show, so, you know, budget is what it is. And it's not, effects or anything haven't diminished by any means, but you can tell they've been on for a long time because now the actors, you know, the main actors at least, other than Barry, mm-hmm. which Grant Gustin, Grant Gustin. Um, who's still very good. But the, all the other main actors are never all on the show together because they probably can't afford to pay everybody for mm. X amount of episodes mm-hmm. to keep, every, you know, so they just killed off Harrison Wells again, you know, <laughs> so he's gone for half the season yeah. or whatever until he for comes back. For the ninth back. time. Right. You know, Iris has been trapped in a mirror universe for half of last season. So far, still this season. Did they season. get married? They got married like a couple seasons back. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Good. Um, I re- was it Candace Patton? Is that her name? I, think so, I yeah. like her, I like her man. too. I, yeah. I I would like to see her in more shit. Yeah, I like her too. Like I feel like of the whole time that I watched The Flash, she was the real standout to me. Sure. It's like, ooh, yeah. I would like you to break out more. I'd like yep. to see you in some more shit. Yep. Like I think she's a really good actress. And then uh, what were the other two main? Uh, what's Cisco his name? Cisco and uh, and Caitlin. I forget yeah. her name. She played Caitlin Snow. Yeah, um, barely in it. Really? Barely in it. Just because I think... That sucks. I like those I liked, characters Cisco I thought was great. Yeah. I thought he was the, you know, he was a great guy behind I the I like that squad. Yes. I like that. Especially yeah. the th- like the original three of them, where it was, it was like great. Caitlin, Cisco, and Barry. Yep. I like that squad Me together. Too. Me too. Uh, yeah, so now they have... You know, they have new people who come and go, but... I, I think with any show like that, like... I, I think there's a real four, maybe five yeah. season... Yeah max of like really good yeah program you know like, I feel like once you hit season five like you've probably gotten so big well you've also that told you can't as much story as you can with that those right. same characters really so well and you can't like outdo you know because you have to every season has to be a little bit bigger right. and i feel like four or five is about the max that like yeah. you can't go yep. up again without it becoming yep. silly yeah i was you and, know, like, you're talking about those CW shows. Like, that's fucking 25 episodes, Totally, man. Like, right. that's a lot of storytelling. Right. You can run... You can for sure do, you know, eight or nine seasons of Game of Thrones when it's a 10-episode season. Totally. Or you can totally. do, like, shit on Netflix or something that's 10, 11 episodes. Yep. Disney Plus, eight or nine episodes. Like, yeah, run that for a while. Yep. But if you're doing, you know, shit, what is there, 200 episodes of The Flash? 
Probably by now, yeah. Like, sure. you, you know, if you're doing 25 episodes a season like that, yep. you use your real point of diminishing returns after about 100 episodes. I would agree with that. <clears throat> That's why, I mean, I was bummed when Arrow was canceled, but at the same time, you know, it was slipping too. So, oh, totally. you know, I'm, you know, you don't want to see it go out because it's terrible. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, okay, it's gone. And it's run its course. I get it. It served its purpose. It was a great. That was great man, for what it was. I know. of all those CW shows, The Flash was the one that I got into the most. But like, I really liked Arrow. But yeah. it was again, after like season four of Arrow, I didn't watch the last three or four seasons. Well, I mean, it's I, just like I don't. I think Arrow is really doesn't get enough credit for helping jumpstart comic book uh, TV shows sure. and movies as much for as it sure. did. I mean, it was right there. I mean, it was a DC thing, but it was right there at the beginning with. Um, um, you know, when Marvel started putting yeah. out movies, it was kind of, you know, right in that same, um, yeah, you know, 10 years ago kind of thing. So, um, but they were, you know, they did their own thing and they were always kind of their own independent thing. Never, they didn't even have to reference a Batman or anything right? for like six seasons. You know what I mean? So they did they a great just telling job good of stories. telling great stories. Right. As I feel like the flash, whatever season it was that I can't remember her name, Emily bet Rickard's character, the blonde that he was engaged to. I remember the actor's name, but in I the can't flash. Remember. No, in, oh, the Arrow. in Arrow. Yeah, yeah, Emily yeah. Bett Records. Um, what, what was her character's name? Oh, shoot. Um, she was the original person behind the chair. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pop my head. But whatever season it was that, like, she left Oliver. Yeah. Like, that was when, to me, I was like, all right, now we're just creating drama right. for drama's sake. I'm right. out. Right. I'm done. And that happened, like, two or three times over yeah, the course of the next see, few like, I'm seasons, not, too. I'm not here right. for all that. Right. And that was, that was the end of me and Arrow. That was kind of the end of the show, too. The last season, she left the show. So they oh, had to really? wrap it up without her, like, tell a story that she's... Oh, that sucks. They don't was. end up together? They were, but she wasn't there, like, to... Yeah, it was it was an odd okay. way to wrap it up. Well, no, no, they don't end up together, because he ends up dying. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? He So he dies, sacrifices himself. He, he sacrifices himself in crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I remember was, that. Yeah. Um, what the fuck's her name? I hate this. I'm popping in my head. I thought it would have popped in my head by now. But yeah, the story was because they had a kid together and he like made them stay away to stay safe kind of thing. Okay. You know, that whole, that whole thing. Sure. Because that always works. Yeah. Um, but that all, you know, anyway. Um, Oliver and... God Felicity. damn it. Felicity, thank you. Felicity Smoke. Felicity Smoke. Yeah. Anyways. Um, but no. Yeah. F- Flash is, is what it is. It's not what it used to be. Right now, I can't think of any other comic related TV show that I'm watching. Yeah, now that WandaVision's over, we get this week lull. Right. I did uh, watch Walking the... Dead is out there. I'm sorry. That's that's Walking Dead. And I... I'm still enjoying that. I love that. The uh Marvel Assembled yes. series where we're doing like behind the scenes shit. Yeah. They just did the first episode this week yeah. of the making of WandaVision. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet, no. Do it. It's good. It's good. It's I'll a cool. Well, like, did you do the Disney Gallery Mandalorian shows? I've started it. I haven't finished it. I yeah. loved yeah. those. And yeah. this is very much that, but for WandaVision. And okay. what's cool is they are doing an episode of that for not only every Disney Plus series this year, but for every MCU movie. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's like the week after Black oh. Widow comes That's out, there's, always there's a mar- yeah. new out. Yeah. So like the, this is the week in between. And then as soon as Falcon and Winter Soldier is over, They'll do that assembled. Then the next week, Black Widow comes out. Then the next week, assembled Black Widow comes out. Right. Then the next week, Loki starts. And then Loki assembled. And then Shang-Chi. And then Shang-Chi assembled. Gotcha. And then Ms. Marvel. And then Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Like, it's all kind of rolling off of that. Damn you, Feige. 
Yeah, but that assembled show was was really cool. Cool. It, yeah, it, it, it was really neat to see. Kind of the, I mean, you can tell by how well crafted the series is and how enjoyable it is to watch. But it's always really cool to see like creators really giving a shit about doing something the right way. Sure. Yeah. You know, especially in an era that I think it's easy to do things the quick way or the kind of kind of cheap way and you always end up seeing that in the end yep a la terminator like we were saying yep. like yeah we can do this and it's leaps and bounds better than the best thing that's five years old but it's still not quite where it should be and i feel like everything that disney has been behind at least from a creator standpoint they, they, they always hire creators that care to do it the right way. Even if they make choices I disagree with. Like, say, sure. the sequel trilogy of Star Wars. Sure. That, I, that we all have our beefs with. But that beef is not that they hired people that didn't want to do it the right way. Right. I didn't agree right. with their storytelling. I think they made a bad choice in not making a unified story from the get-go. Yeah. But the people that they hired cared to do it the right way i just didn't necessarily agree you, with their story you say that but you also gotta remember of course they haven't put anything out yet but they did hire the game of thrones guys but then they fired them after oh game they of did thrones. fire them. that's right it was right. after I'm the sorry. last season of game of thrones came out they're like nope we don't trust you anymore they didn't You're gone. care I fair, which right. is pretty right. fucking great there you go so that, that, that that's how you lose that a gives job more credence to your, to your exactly your point i like it i like it um that's all i got today dude yeah man that's a good one yeah so uh, remember to stay tuned to uh, to the podcast for all the latest news. Woo!